Welcome back to Eat Crime, a podcast full of delicious mysteries. I'm Amy. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are talking about twinning, except not (laughs) murderous twins. Murderous twins. These are stories of twins who have committed murder. Um... And we're going to talk about them. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's what we do. We also going to eat some snacks. We're going to eat some uh, 90s snacks today following the theme um, of throwbacks. For our first th- few throwback episodes, we're going to have some throwback snacks. What have we to eat today? Well, that's just a surprise. Oh. All right. <laughs> I won't sneak a peek. Okay. Um, so last time Amy and I recorded this episode... We came with the same story prepared. Oh, yes. So I had to quickly come up with another story. I will not be covering that story this time. I've actually done the research. I came with only only two pages of notes this time, not ten. Thank goodness. And I only have about a half a page of research, so <laughs> bear with me. So here we go. If you want to hear the cases that we covered last time, they are available on Patreon. Uh also linked in the description below are still those charities on how to help the Black Lives Matter movement and the COVID pandemic, if you so choose to. All right, so today I will be covering Robert and Stephen Spahowski. Oh boy. Spahowski. Spahowski. They grew up in Elmira, New York in the 1960s. Uh, don't have a whole lot of information about their upbringing, Besides the fact that they were... Twins. Just like stereotypical twins. Oh, what are stereotypical twins? They had that twin bond thing. Oh, so creepy twins. Yes. Okay. They liked doing the same things. Their activities included partying and gymnastics. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I was not expecting that second one. I know, a complete surprise. And somehow they always knew where the other one was. Like, they could... could go off in two different places and they'd be like oh yeah he's at that party and he would be at that party twin tuition yeah i guess is that a term did i just make that i up? think you just made that up oh whoa <laughs> uh, we need to look that up because i might be a genius <laughs> is twin tuition a legit has, has anybody said twin tuition before? oh there's a book series called twin tuition oh man it's not it's not your nobody has an original oh, it's thought a, these days it's a black author and the book's about two little black twins oh how how topical go support them go buy the twin tuition books oh it's written by tia and tamara mowry <gasps> oh i love them so, what, those sisters those are the ones sister? you're talking about sisters they sister. didn't have a picture on there i didn't recognize them oh my gosh i just saw a picture of one. Oh, how fun these books are cute. I like the illustration. Oh, I love Tia and Tamara. I, sister, sister was sister, my yeah. jam. And um, like uh, Twi- Twitches, I think was. I a wasn't Disney into Twitches. In original movie. She was also in. A, they were also in another movie with their brother TJ. Also love him. Um. Yeah, smart guy. Smart was guy. My jam. Um, love what was, that show. This is a real throwback episode. <laughs> really. What was that movie? It was like some. Oh, Poof Point. It was where, Proof like, point. their their parent somebody turned into grandparents, or grandparents turned into, maybe grandparents turned into young versions of the grandparents. I don't know. But all three of them, were I think, were in that movie. 
Two inventors enlist the help of their children, Taj Mahri and Raquel Lee, after a bad experiment makes them younger and younger. Is this fiction? Oh, Poof Point. You're talking about Poof Point. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this was about intuition. No. I was like, what? <laughs> How have we not heard this before? Yeah, so... um. Twin Tuition is a book series about tween twins, which is fun. Tween twins. Tween twins. Cassie and Caitlin. How about that? Tween? Like, you know, like, not quite 13. They're like 11 and 12. Oh. But they're twins, so they're either 11 or 12. Tween teens. Tween 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 twins. twins. Okay. Tween twins. Uh, And their names are Cassie and Caitlin. How about that? That's cool. My name's Caitlin. It is. And their discovery that they have the ability to see things before they occur. Okay, so this book is written by Tia and Tamara? Yes. But it's not real? No. Oh, okay. The illustration on the covers is really cute. Is it? And I want to read them. (laughs) We should do it. (laughs) At the bottom it says more about the authors. It only has information on Tia, not Tamara. What? They're in something, or one of them is in something now. They did have a reality show for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they were so sweet. I know. Just nice people. They never got in trouble. How about that? What a throwback. I know. If you're if you stumbled upon this episode of Eat Crime because you love twins and not crime, go read the twin tuition books. <laughs> I mean, go read them anyway, but right. you know, if you're really interested in the twin part of this. Well, I will say that these twin tuition books are not they're they're not adult books. They are for children. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> Sometimes it's just nice to have a, a, a you know, a relaxing read. Right. Okay. okay. Back to the spell wow. house, Wow, that was a segue. It was. No, it wasn't. That's not the right word. Tangent. Yep. That's the right word. But it was also kind of a segue because we're still talking about twins. True. We just, it's more of a circle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there was one thing that the Spalahaski twins didn't know about each other and it was that both of them were murderers okay yep say that sentence again so you know they knew where each other was all the time but they didn't know that both of them were murderers oh so they they knew that they themselves were murderers yes they committed the murders separately at different times oh (gasps) yeah wow right this is a whole Nature versus nurture debate. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Stephen reportedly told a corrections officer in 2005 that, quote, I thought I was the only murderer in the family, unquote. Well. Yeah. Stephen began the twins' life of murderers in 1971 when he hit 48-year-old store owner Ronald Ripley in the head with a hammer, then stabbed him. I will also say that, like last week's story, this one also deals with very... Bad prejudice against gay people. So, a warning here, because he killed this man because he was making, quote, unwanted homosexual advances on him, which is not a reason to kill someone. No reason is a reason to kill someone. That's very true. Uh, Except for maybe self-defense. That's debatable, but, I mean, I guess it is a reason. I mean, to save your own life? Yeah, but, like... I don't know that that would technically be called murder. 
but it also probably wouldn't be called self-defense. It's like, it becomes premeditated if you're like, I'm going to kill this guy because he's attacking me. It's only self-defense if you accidentally kill him, you know? That's messed up. I mean, if you think your life I mean, I don't know if the law would do that, but technically according to the law. To the definition. Premeditated would be even a second before you kill someone if you think about killing them. How can anybody prove that? can't prove that i guess you just have to be honest but if it's accidental it's manslaughter you can't you still have premeditated manslaughter mm, i don't know i don't know i don't know anyway if you know please, let us know please let us know <laughs> we're not afraid of being wrong yeah so he was 17 at the time of that murder and he told police after they found ronald's body in the basement that he killed them because of the unwanted homosexual advances on him. Later in an interview, Stephen said that Ronald, quote, came after him in a homosexual way, and so <laughs> he killed him. He That's, stabbed him. I don't, I don't know. He came at him in a homosexual <laughs> way. I, I can't um, begin to imagine what that means. But like, I mean, if can someone... you, you could say sexual advances, but you... <laughs> just coming after you in a homosexual way. I don't way even know what coming after you in a sexual way is. Like, if he was saying something I mean, to you... Maybe he had his, 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 his parts out. His bits out? Maybe he was showing like him his running bits after out. him? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you. So why don't you just say, like, you're gross and then leave? Right. You have every ability to walk You don't out have to murder him. No. So <laughs> he also admitted that he talked to Ronald after he was dead. What? Yeah. He said, I like did. his ghost? No. Like his dead body. Okay. He said, I did business with him afterwards. No, you didn't. He's through dead. a computer. No. His papers are in order with me. He don't owe me nothing. Oh. He's going to try to get me, Ronald Ripley, but I already did business with him. So Stephen's a little strange, as we have found out. What? When Stephen was booked by the Chemung County Jail, they learned that his twin, Robert, was already in that same jail for breaking parole for something minor. Stephen pled guilty to manslaughter and, after being released, would land himself back in jail over and over for various crimes, including kidnapping and parole violations. Yikes. The twins would also find themselves in jail together many times, and in 1978, while housed in the Auburn Correctional Facility, one of the Spalhasky twins stowed away in the back of a truck being serviced at the jail with another inmate. The twin on the truck was able to get away as officers caught the other inmate. By the time the twin was caught, officers couldn't tell if it was Robert or Stephen, so they put them both into solitary confinement. <laughs> You can't just keep an eye on the one and just, right. put, like, walk him to solitary <laughs> confinement. Even though Robert started murdering later than his twin, his crimes were actually larger than, larger in number. So, so far, Stephen's only killed one person. He's right. committed a bunch of other crimes. Robert became addicted to crack in the 90s, and on December 31st, 1990, he strangled a sex worker named Moraine Armstrong with electrical cords. She was found wearing one sock. I don't Sad. know what that means, but that was an important detail they included in the article. Okay. Robert stuck around when police came and even tried to help out in the investigation, saying he was friends with Moraine, which Amy and I have said many times, that people who put themselves in the investigation are ones to look at. Yep. 
especially immediately. It's a little weird. Robert then killed his girlfriend, Adrian Berger, seven months later, but due to the heat wave in Rochester that year, her body was too decomposed to determine a cause of death, which means her body was sitting in their sweaty apartment, just rotting. Was he there too? I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I hope. I don't know what I hope in that situation. I hope it never happened. Right. (laughs) Too bad it did. The police actually questioned Robert about the murder, but they didn't have enough evidence to convict him. So once again, he's gotten away with murder. We're still in 1990. Robert has killed a male sex worker by the name of Charles Grande by beating him with a hammer after they got into an argument over payment. So now we're starting to see that uh, the Spalahaski twins have a problem with homosexual men. Uh, but they uh, transaction. Yes. Okay. During this time, his twin Stephen was serving 30 years in jail for an armed robbery committed in 1979. Robert wouldn't kill again that we know of until November of 2005, when while on crack, he began to have visions of his friend Vivian Irizarry turning into a demon. He strangled her, bathed her body, and then placed her in the basement where he would visit her and apologize to her and cry. Oh my gosh. A few days later, Robert walked into the Rochester Public Safety Building and confessed to Vivian's murder, in addition to others, giving him the title of a serial killer. He was found guilty in 2006 at the age of 52 and was given 25 to life for each murder. He is currently serving sentence that at the Great Meadows Correctional Facility. Stephen was released in 2009, but six months later, he ended up back in jail because he tried to hold up a bank, but he was released from that sentence in 2016. What I thought was kind of weird is, like, they didn't, they didn't know each other was killing people, but they had a lot of the same methods. Right. Like, talking to their victims. Apparently. Yeah. And, like, the one man that they both killed was beaten, and it's kind of weird. Like I said, it goes back to that nature versus nurture debate. Yeah, I think a lot of this is nature. Because <laughs> it seems it's too like coincidental. It. But I, maybe it's, it's hard. really one person. <laughs> and they somehow were transposing in and out of jail? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to say because I don't know really anything about their childhood. I tried to look it up, and there wasn't really anything to be found. But, uh, maybe there was something bad that happened to them in their childhood, and it just messed them both up in the same way equally. Yeah. But, I mean, Robert also only killed one person. Or Steven. Steven only killed one person, and Robert kept killing, so. Obviously, something was getting to him. Yeah. Much shorter than last time, right? Yeah, and I that's a sad story. It is sad. Sad when people decide to murder. Yeah. Amy? Yep. It's time for a snack. Okay, let's lighten the mood a little. Hey, true crime fanatics. I'm Hallie. And I'm Brittany. And if you're looking for a new true crime podcast to feed your cravings, check out The Abyss Pod. We scour the web to find the most intriguing cases to share with you every other Monday. You can listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google and Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and any other streaming app. Follow us at The Abyss Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or check out our website at theabysspod.com. Dive into the true crime abyss with us.
Would you like a sweet snack or a savory snack? I don't know. I guess a savory. Okay. Feeling a little savory. Feeling a little savory? We have one of my childhood favorites. Dip and goes. The little breadsticks. Oh, yes. The handy the snacks. Cheese. Yep. Yep. Handy snacks. Is that what they were called? I do not remember them being called dip and goes. No, I think they're just called handy snacks. Breadsticks and cheesy dip. Does I, it come with, oh, the crackers came with that little the red little, stick. Yes. Yeah. I, I was a, I liked the breadsticks a little bit better. Well, they were their own stick. Yeah. Look at that fake cheese. It's so orange. Mm, don't you, oop. Don't you love a fake cheese? Love a good fake cheese. Was this something that your mom packed in your lunch? Or, or were you packed? <laughs> did you, did you? I bet your mom probably didn't pack your lunches. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she did. I don't remember. Um, no, I don't think so. Although, My, now that I'm smelling it... <laughs> it's it bringing really, back some weird memories. It really smells like something I I did a lot, so I don't... What? <laughs> like drugs? <laughs> These are like drugs to little elementary school children. Oh. The taste of oh childhood. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god! I forgot all about this taste. And these breadsticks. Kind of sweet. The breadsticks are so good. And the yeah. cheese almost tastes like pennies or something. It's like... Pennies? It's vaguely metallic, but it's oh, so good. I'm not getting a metallic tone. I'm getting mm. a delicious tone. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh my stars. Brings me way back. Way back. I think I definitely... Maybe a neighbor had these or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever. I, honestly, I don't remember ever. I don't know what was in my lunchbox. Maybe a peanut butter and jelly. My mom is a, an apple. A wonderful lady who packed my lunch and my siblings' lunches until we graduated high school. <laughs> Every day? Mm-hmm. You never bought lunch? I never once bought lunch. Really? Never once. That is crazy. From like kindergarten a, until senior year of high school, I never once bought lunch. Your mom never had a bad day where she was like, just just buy lunch today. Nope. Sometimes I would pack okay. my own lunch. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to eat this whole thing. I could eat these all day long. I'm totally... You know... Just the smell of the cheese is I like know. an instant memory. I, I don't get it. It's like I have a memory. It's just so suppressed from your childhood. But I can't. I think I have a lot of suppressed memories. You don't often tend to remember your childhood. No. It's not something you strive to reach back towards. I don't. And these breadsticks, I could eat a whole container of these breadsticks. Why? I mean, the list of ingredients is so long. Not one thing in this whole thing is, is Oh, real. no way. I mean, I don't even know how cheese gets to this consistency. Um, I'll tell you. Whey, canola oil, milk protein concentrate, cheddar cheese. Oh, there's cheese in there. It's just the fourth ingredient. <laughs> Maltodextrin, which is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Salt, sodium phosphate, sodium citrate, lactic acid, sorbic acid, sodium alginate, enzymes, cheese cultures, <laughs> and color. <laughs> 
contains wheat. Yep. And milk. Yep. Well, that's the ingredients for the bread and the cheese. No, that was just cheese. Oh. Oh. Uh, separated. Oops. <laughs> now they have Oreo flavored ones. And I was what? tempted to get those. They have like Oreo breadsticks with uh, cream. What? Yeah. I was tempted to get those, but I've never had them, so it wasn't really a throwback snack. This (laughs) is a throwback. Man, this was not expected. Aren't you so glad you chose a savory snack? Yeah. I unlocked some repressed memories. (laughs) I can't. Mm. Who knows what what I'm suppressing? (laughs) Oh, I know what you're suppressing. What? Cheesy snacks? (laughs) No, your child does. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Mm -mm -mm Mm-mm-mm-mm. So good. So good. Highly recommend these Handy Snack Premium. Although, maybe if you hadn't eaten them, like, as a child, and then I feel you like eat if them you... now, you might be like, what the... I feel disgusting. like you probably wouldn't like these as, as an adult if you never ate them as exactly, a child. Exactly, yeah. But I did like the, um, the cracker ones. Yeah, I liked being able to spread the cheese. But I don't think they actually come with the spreader anymore. Oh, I bet kids were choking on them. I think you're supposed to dip them now. Millennium. Kids in the '90s were a little bit, <laughs> a little bit smarter, I guess. Yeah, they were. Well, no, I think it was just like, "Hey, stop choking on that." <laughs> okay, let's get into Amy's story. So, uh, the stars of this story are Dante, Dante and Dante, Dante Hall. <laughs> Wait, Dante what? Dante. Am I hearing correct? Did she say Dante and Dante? Yes, I did. <laughs> Dante and Dante Hall. Dante spelled D-A-N-T-E and Dante spelled D-O-N-T-E. For the purpose of this story, we're going to be calling them Dante and Dante. Dante and Dante. Okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So Dante and Dante Hall are a set of identical twins who got involved in a fatal encounter on September 6, 2006. That's a fun, um, a fun date. September, September 6, 2006. 2006. Yeah. Yeah. They were, unfortunately, born in a rough neighborhood, surrounded by crime and drugs growing up. Uh, this is the nature part of this. <laughs> this nature and nurture episode. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> so, Dante... No, that had, would be the nurture uh, part. Nature, nature is... Nature oh, is that's inherent. right. Nurture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nurture. we have a we have a nature story and, and a, a nurture, nurture story. story. Yeah. How fun. Um. Dante. Nope. Dante <laughs> had a girlfriend named Angel Glenn, and um, she and Dante, the brother of her boyfriend, um, had gotten together and decided that they were going to commit a crime. They were going to rob people at a party in which Angel had been hired. As a sexual entertainer in Orlando, Florida. A sexual entertainer. There's a lot going on. So yeah. Angel is hired as a sexual entertainer. <laughs> she is Dante's girlfriend, but she is in cahoots with Dante. Okay? I don't know how these people kept anything don't straight. Don't get confused They're identical now. twins with the same name. I don't know how anybody kept either of them. Sh- I mean, no way. Um... Okay, so Angel was communicating with Dante on the phone while she was there performing, and she was giving both the twins... Okay, so now Dante's in on it, too. Yes, So It um, was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. Um, 
She was giving the twin kind of, the twins kind of a, a verbal map of the house, a lay of the land. Um, she was telling them what was going on at the party and telling them which party goers like had looked like they had nice jewelry on, looked like maybe they had cash or drugs on them, um, or maybe some other things that were worth some good money. Um, the twins did not know or have any connection with any of the people at the party. So these were just complete strangers. Um, unfortunately, when the twins got to the party, the robbery did not go as planned. Both boys had brought AK-47s to the party, and Dante allegedly killed one partier, shooting him in the face. And Dante allegedly shot another partygoer in the chest. Two other people were injured at the party. So the we- reason I uh, put so much emphasis on the word allegedly <laughs> is because uh, it's reported they both had an AK-47. However, only one gun was recovered during the investigation. Right. And I also say allegedly because these are identical twins with the same name. So these guys, I mean, they have the same face. They have the same figure. They might be wearing the same clothes. No one can say for sure which twin killed who. The, right. Killed the two victims. Right. It could be each one of them killed somebody, or it could be that one of them killed both. Yeah, like, and it's know. not like they had any sort of prominent features. If you asked someone for a statement about what they look like, they're just going to tell you a general description, and it's going to be the same for of both, of, both them. of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would assume that not. it wasn't like one of them was wearing a red shirt and one was wearing a white shirt, because then that would make sense, right? right. You could figure out which one was which, but um, nobody can figure out who killed who. And plus, it was kind of chaotic, you know? I mean, right. there's a party, shouting. music, shouting, gunshots, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Um, during the trial, uh, the jury was actually not convinced that Dante did any of the killing. Um, during the trial, Dante was labeled as the good twin, and Dante was labeled as the evil twin. Oh, my. Um, and that was m- based primarily on the pr- kind of the personality that each twin took on during the trial i guess one of them was more uh innocent sounding the other one was more um maybe you know lackadaisical about the whole thing or just you know tried to give off maybe a tough guy attitude or something like that where he just wasn't he didn't show remorse uh both of them did have criminal histories, so that did add into kind of um assault to injury with these uh with the trial Angel Glenn ended up, um, the girlfriend, obviously, was given uh, 10 years for prison and her involvement. Dante was given two life sentences back-to-back, and Dante was given the death penalty. The death penalty was on the table for both of the twins, um, but because during the trial it seemed like Dante was the one who had maybe orchestrated it and, and done the killing, that one, that death penalty was only given to him and not Dante. So had both brothers been given the death penalty, they would have been the only set of twins in the history of ever put on death row together. Crazy. Yeah. And wasn't one of the guys who was killed like a father of six or something? Yeah, I think so. Um, And he was like a preacher? I don't know about that. I I think he did have a big family. Um, obviously the victims of this, you know, 
we certainly feel for the victims of this story and all the stories that we do. I don't know what happened that turned this robbery into a a gunfight. Something something nasty. We'll never know. We'll never know. So, thanks for listening to us. I wish for this short you know, sometimes episode. I wish we could uh, we could eat a snack at the end so we end on like kind of a livelier note because a lot of times we're just like and then they died and then this person went away from murder and and goodbye. See now you next it's week. over. We yeah. can talk about our social medias. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram and YouTube at Eat Crime or on Facebook at Eat Crime Pod. And those links are in the description if you want to check them out. Please do. Please do. Please follow us. We are attempting to be more active now that we've come back. Uh, we're trying to do some more videos and check in with you guys, let you know what we're doing. It's usually working, but... <laughs> I know I've been up for almost twenty four hours at yeah. this point. I worked a mid. I worked yesterday morning and then went home and slept and then woke up and worked a midnight shift. So and I'm coming off some muscle relaxers. So <laughs> we're a pair of crazies. We're quite the pair. Yeah, I think this episode probably made sense though. Excellent. I hope so. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> All I remember is cheese. All I remember is the delicious cheese and sticks. All right, so yeah, here. So sorry about last week's super long episode. Here's a thirty-minute episode to make up for it. I think this will probably be more the norm for you, for us. It'll yes, yes. Thirty minutes to an hour. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks Thank for, you listening. So much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.